that's why I need people to understand that you should hate Neymar. Like the, these people are one and the same. They're divas. <laughs> they're supporters of of of, of China, and, and they're thieving <laughs> of United States intellectual property. They they don't care about the Muslim internment camps because it lines their damn pockets. And I'm sick of this bullshit. I am so sick of LeBron, Neymar, and the New York Knicks being allowed to get away with this buffoonery, and they need to be canceled immediately. Absolutely immediately. The Dolans, the Knickerbockers, Stephen A. Smith, the Nets. The Cowboys for good measure. The Cowboys, just for good measure. Post Malone, because he made that stupid video with Jerry Jones. Yeah, he probably got so much money, you can't blame him. He probably stayed a night at Jerry's and got some shit done. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the We Call It Soccer Show. I'm Walker Manning. That's <laughs> my guy, Michael Fahey, doing on this beautiful Monday evening, 829. We had a little delay. Shout out my guy. Um, I heard you broke your leg. After you won some guap throwing craps, you did a backflip, you crazy motherfucker. But I'm I'm late recording because of you. So, uh, it, but you know, shout out you for that. That that was a pretty funny story. Um, but yeah, how, how you doing today? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Excited to get into it. Hey, all right. We're, I'm excited to get into it too. We got Champions League, Premier League, Spain, Europe. Um, not Spain, Europe, Spain, France, a little bit of Italy. That's all Europe. And we got our American <laughs> roster too. All that and more. And a tangent into the New York Knickerbockers and their Chinese master scheme coming after our sponsors. Let's get into it. This episode of the We Call It Soccer Show is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the greatest, bestest, amazingest tasting hard seltzers on the market. They stand out with not only their flavor and quality assurance, but they stand out with their ability to provide key nutrients and vitamins to you in your daily diet. They provide antioxidant vitamin C from the Acelera Superfruit and almost all of their flavors. Go check them out if you're over the age of 21 in America. And if you can find them over in the UK, go check them out if you're over 18. I cannot stress enough, this is my favorite drink after a long day of work and watching a game on Saturday with my friends and family. Busy hard seltzers, great taste, great quality, great buy. Shout out the folks at Busy for sponsoring this week's episode. What's up? We're back at you guys. We had Championship Sunday or as my guy over here like to call it champions league Sunday, because that's what it was yes. really about. There was no league title decided this Sunday, contrary to popular, popular NBC sports marketing belief. Actually the champions league Europa league and new cool hip and trendy Europa conference league was decided all in one afternoon. It was a beautiful day of football. It's a beautiful day of matches all across the board. Um, where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start with this amazing, amazing championship? You guys can't see my air quotes, but they were there. Trust <laughs> me. Sunday. I think, I think let's start with uh, the team that missed out on being in the Champions League after being in the Premier League for 242 days, being in the top four of the Premier League. That would be Leicester City. Finishing in fifth, getting a Europa League spot. <sighs> Could not get it done against Tottenham this past weekend. Losing the game 4-2-2. Two, two. 
And what a bottle job. What a bottle job from Lester here. Um, something we've become used to, honestly, over the years. But to see it this magnitude, they beat United, which is probably their toughest game the rest of the way uh, a few weeks back. And now going to this Tottenham game where they, had, they did score first. Jamie Vardy netted a pen in this 18th minute. Then you had Harry Kane equalizing in the 41st. Going into the second half, Jamie Vardy, another penalty. Maybe some theatrics there. But uh, then we get an own goal from Casper Schmeichel to make it 2-2. And then Gareth Bale saves Tottenham, saves the day. Two, he scores in the 87th minute to make it 3-2 and then puts the icing on the cake in the 96-4-2. And then shortly after, got on a plane and went back home to Madrid, like not even an hour after the game. Pretty wild. That's my favorite uh, yeah. part of championship Sunday. <laughs> I mean, how do, you, how do these guys even get talked about to begin the show two weeks in a row? I mean, they're really having an immaculate season. Um, won the FA Cup just last week. Now flaming out of the Champions League this week. Kasper Schmeichel went from hero to zero all within seven days. Lester even had VAR on their side. That second penalty was yeah. soft as all get out. I'll tell you. And then Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale, in an afternoon, turned from a questionable flop into a solid signing, playing Tottenham in to the Europa Conference League. That, I mean... What a game. What an afternoon. Brendan bottle jobs at it again. But nonetheless, to all you Leicester fans out there, hold your heads high. You may have bottled it again. You may have fucked up the Champions League again after being in those spots for 242 days. But let's be real here. Let's be real. Do we want to see Leicester in the Champions League or do we want to see City, United, a more healthy Liverpool and Chelsea next year? I'm going to go with the latter. Going yeah, to go with the I latter mean, on that. You, I mean, yeah, exactly. We all should be going with the latter because they actually have a chance to do something. Lester, yeah. as fun and as, as hipstery and trendy as they may be, um, they're, not, they're not built to do real damage in the Champions League yet. So probably better that they finish in a Europa League spot. Still got to win the FA Cup. Historic achievement for a club that's went through a lot within the last year, you know, with the passing of their owner tragically. So sad end of the year, but nonetheless, an amazing season for Lester. Yep. Sidebar. So fitting, so fitting Spurs are going to be the inaugural Premier League team to get into the Europa Conference League after they were deemed good enough to get into the Super League. Uh, air quotes again, couldn't see them. Go figure, guys. Go, go figure. Um, so, yeah. Ryan Mason looks and talks like a child. Uh, they need to fill that vacancy fast, looking like it's Nuno Espirito Santos. Yep. Thoughts, opinions? Is that valid? What's up? What's happening? Um, I like it. I like Nuno a lot. Um, we're going to see a huge Portuguese influx at Spurs. I'd bet all the, the money in the world on this guy knows his Portuguese players. You might see some Wolves players make that jump from Wolves to Spurs if it's really a jump. Uh, but yeah, they're just going to, they're going to hire him. I think like you said, and they're going to do well, they're going to do well. I think they'll be better than Mourinho. Uh, but 
conference league is conference league. They're going to be playing next to airports. They're going to be playing in train stations. They're going to be playing in people's backyards. Like it's, it's going to be a sight to watch. I'm surprised how they're going to get the cameras set up in those stadiums, but no one, no one, but Spurs, maybe Arsenal, maybe Arsenal deserves that and may, would have made it perfect. But Spurs is not a bad choice to fill in in those uh, ridiculous stadiums. Yeah. I mean, it's they're not a bad choice at all. I think it's absolutely fitting. And, you know, just to put the cherry on top of all that, Harry Kane is looking at those Twitter videos. He's seeing that locomotive chug-a-chug-a-choo around the track. And he is like, fuck that. He needs to get out ASAP. <laughs> um, any rumors on where Harry Kane might be on the move to? Um, you could probably guess all of them. Top of your head, it's the big four that are connected to every single transfer in the history of ever when a big player comes to mind. United, of course, obligatory, obligatory, obligatory. Don't know, don't care. Whenever obligatarian. Someone come, obligatarian. Whenever someone comes on the market, United are like to them. Manchester City, oil money, need, fits the bill. Big paper revenue right there. Then you got Real Madrid, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, but I like it. Would probably be my top spot for them if I was a neutral. And then PSG, where they're just there because they have money. Uh, but also, he could stay at Spurs and be screwed. It's his fault for signing a six-year deal a few years ago. Yeah, six-year deal, three <laughs> years left on that bitch too. So um, it's it's oh not exactly God. like he's in a strong bargaining point uh, in terms of you know the contractual side of it. But one would imagine that you don't want to see that relationship turn sour with uh, Harry Kane, Daniel Levy, and, and the Spurs as a club. You, you, you want to see him exit gracefully. And that means yeah. he can't go to Chelsea. Nope. Not allowed to. People are whispering of it. Someone even went so far as to ask Tommy Two Taps about it. And um, Tommy Two Taps was beside himself. He said he, he would continue to reiterate that he was a Spurs player and he cannot speak like this. My take on the matter is bull fucking shit. Roman Abramovich is a savage bastard. And you, my friend, Tommy, two, two taps are just shook because you lost two, one to Aston Villa. while man city had a magical five, no win. We'll get to that later, but let's, let's go over to this London Derby. <laughs> so, um, yeah, two, one to the villains, Bertrand Traore off, uh, off an assist from Matt target. Uh, nice finish. Um, not so hot take. Bertrand is the better Traore. Um, Anwar mm. Ghazi, really? No, no, mm. I, mm, in a good way. Mm, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I mean, Adama's good for the dribbles, but um, yeah. in terms of the finished product, you know, given no Jimenez this year, but uh, he, 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 I kind of feel like he just whips the ball in without any yeah. intention, kind of like me if I'm playing pickup soccer, to be totally clear. He's muscles um, and vibes. Muscles yeah, and muscles vibes. and vibes. There's nothing wrong with that if you're willing no, to cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's cool for them. That's why he's not at Barcelona. Anyway, um, Traore draws a penalty. Bit, a bit soft, I'm not going to lie. Um, but he, you touched him and he fell. So it is what it is with VAR. El Ghazi slots at home. Um, ben Chilwell off the assist from our guy, Captain America. Christian Pulisic doing all he could to rescue the game. Mm -hmm. He couldn't. He couldn't. They couldn't. Um, you would have thought, that Ben Chilwell was really named Timo Werner with the way he tried to finish this barely gets it over the line, shoots it right. It keeps it was alpha, like, it was absolutely terrible. 
Um, crazy stop by crazy Nyanga. stop deserved crazy. no goal, but clearly yeah. over the line. And um, just one more note on keepers. Mendy out, Kepa in, week before the Champions League final. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee, Chelsea fans must be nervous and maybe a precursor to the final. Cesar Azpilicueta, red card for violent conduct after being absolutely frustrated for his stinker of an afternoon. <laughs> Your thoughts on this London Derby? Yeah, I'd be worried if I were a Chelsea fan. Um, maybe uh, Kepa starts unless Mendy's real, unlike Mbappe, which we'll touch on later, I'm sure of. But, <laughs> um, yeah, just bad from Chelsea in such an important game, arguably more important than uh, the Champions League final. Because you win the final, yeah, you're in, but you're also playing Man City, not Aston Villa. So a little bit of golf and uh, skill there. And win this game, you're inked on Champions League next year. You lose this game, which they did, and Leicester don't bottle, which they'd happen to. But And then you go and lose the final, you're out of Champions League right there. And Tommy's probably out of a job because there's no trophy and there's no top four. And then you're back at square one. So <laughs> I, I'd be scared if I were a Chelsea fan, to be honest. I'd be very, very scared of uh, Saturday. Maybe Tommy gets the boys right. If he starts Pulisic, he will make something happen, like you said he did this game. Uh, but City's got to be licking their chops. They got to be. Yes, we are. I, as a Man City fan myself, I am licking my chops for this Champions League final, as I have been all season. I am just even more supremely confident about our chances to hoist the coveted Champions League trophy. And what a segue into Manchester where at the at the ad, it was buzzing, but it was, there was an anxious air of excitement because Pep pulled some shit. He pulled some shit, man, on, on Sergio Aguero's last ever game for Man City that he's going to play. And he might get like 20, he might get 15 minutes in the Champions League, but honestly, maybe he'll get more because we put him away early. But I, I, I doubt he'll get a lot of run in the Extra Champions time League. Extra time winner. Stop, you're giving me gooseies. Um, but Raheem, Jesus, and Mares up front. De Bruyne, Fernandinho, Foden, Zinchenko, and Walker, Stones, Diaz, Ederson. Basically full strength except for two of the guys playing up top. Um, so, you know, we, we kicked off the party nice and early. De Bruyne scored an amazing goal. Not even three minutes later, Jesus scored another banger. It was beautiful. Um, penalty called. Ederson makes a save. It's just a beautiful afternoon. Halftime, there's rumblings. Aguero's going to come in at the half. No, he does not. <laughs> the air is anxious. You can feel it. Everybody's like, what the hell is going on here? But Phil Foden gives everybody a little bit more to cheer about. Beautiful finish, leaning back, far corner, slots it. You can't teach that, guys. You really can't. And um, we're, we're putting him away, 3-0. Sergio Aguero does not get in until the 65th minute. He needs one goal to tie Wayne Rooney's record for the most clubs scored by a single player at a single club in the Premier League. He needs two goals to break that record. And he has 25 minutes to do it. But you know what? It only takes him 11. He gets a brace. Oh my God. First goal after six minutes off the assist from who else? But Fernandinho, El Capitan, the boy, 
legend to legend, it was immaculate. The Etihad went crazy. Contrary to popular belief, that shit was rocking. And oh my God, if you thought it yeah, was you guys had for the full first capacity. Day. We did, we could, we did, you know? Because when you're a petrol billionaire, you get to break the rules, slide somebody some money here and there. Yeah, all 10,000 fans got in. Yeah, yeah, there's still a few few stands empty, but, you know, it sounded like there were 30,000 fans in there. It was buzzing. The second goal, just a header. (laughs) Wow, I haven't seen that in a while from really anybody on Man City. We don't do that too much. But, um, you know, beautiful cross from Fernandinho, 5-0 win. Absolutely shit canning Everton down to 10th place. <laughs> you know who you are. I told you. But anyway, yeah, so I feel great. What a way to end uh, his career. Beautiful celebrations at the end. They did a little toss up. Pep with fake cried in the interview. I thought that shit was corny as hell, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, the pauses uh, in that interview is so long. Like, they need to think of something sad so he could cry. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't think they were going to ask him about his player who's leaving, who just broke a record. He had to come up with it all on the spot. Yeah. Um, but great improvise. Uh, but on a serious note, good job, Aguero. Uh, capped off a great career at Manchester City. Probably the best player in the club's history. Uh, on his way out, great little send-off. Good little trophy celebration. Um, wish him all the best at Barcelona. But yeah. Like you said, Everton got whopped. Molly whopped up and down the field. Uh, it's crazy. If you go back to match week one, they were in first place. And they won seven in a row to start. And then here they are, like you said, in 10th. Uh, how, how unempathetic a Premier League season can be. Um, but... Good job, City. Title's been locked up for a while, so it's icing on the cake for them. Uh, now they look forward to a big game on the weekend. It really is poetic. I didn't, I didn't look at it from that angle till you said it, but it really is. Everybody thought that Jordan Pickford and Everton just absolutely ruined Liverpool season, and for a while it looked like it did. And Everton yeah. are flying high. They're in first place for an extended period of time. Really, really, really solid start to the season and the injuries hit, of course. And um, even when they got some people back that couldn't hit their stride, yeah. now look where we ended. Liverpool's back in the Champions League. Left and everybody wrote them off. And um, Everton got shit canned to 10th place and somehow mm-hmm. had a worse season than last year. Yeah. I don't place-wise, I mean, points-wise, I'm not sure. I, I'm not even going to bother to look. But they, they disappointing, disappointing stuff. Yeah, but, um, sad. What's not sad, though, would you want to go to the red side of Mary's side or the red side of Manchester first? Neither of which sad situations. Uh, we'll, we'll go to the Scousers. All right, we'll go to the Scousers. Uh, the Scousers won 2-0 against Crystal Palace. Contrary to very popular belief that Roy Hutchinson was going to get an astounding win as the last <laughs> game in charge. Um, he was unable to get it done. And you know what? Just the most unlikeliest of circumstances after a season from hell, Sadio Mane gets the brace to put Liverpool in the Champions League. I mean, you know, Nat Phillips and Reese Williams went down, looked like they could have been hurt. You know, it was, it was, it was Liverpool. They dealt with the shit. They got through it. And you know what? I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to crazy man, Jurgen Klopp and, and the boys over there. They, 
they persevered through literally hell. <laughs> Everything that could have went wrong, went wrong, minus like Salah getting hurt. And uh, it, it, they're in the Champions League. He, given it's because of a slight bottle job by Brendan, um, major bottle job by Brendan. Yeah, yeah right adjective there. There we go. Um, they're, they're in the dance, and you got to give credit where it's due. Yeah, I'm glad you gave the love because I'll give the hate now. Yeah, they had a tough season. I'm not going to say they didn't. When you lose your best player, uh, it's always tough, especially so early to such a devastating injury. Um, And they had a bunch of injuries along the back line. I forget the number, but it was probably close to 20 different back line combinations they used this season in the Premier League. Uh, Great there. But, you know, they had a cupcake end of the way. It was their destiny. They controlled it. And... Yeah, to get to that place, very impressive to still be in the fight. But if teams could handle their business, Liverpool wouldn't be here. They got a lot of help. Um, they're going to get healthier. They bought Konate. Uh, so there's some backline reinforcements and Van Dyke's coming back. So they'll be straight again. But they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be. And uh, Klopp's man management was, to put it politely, terrible this season. Sadio Mane, I would bet, will not be at the club next season. Uh, and I don't know. There's, there's, yes, like you said, praise must be given. But there's a lot of things to hate about uh, this Liverpool side. Maybe I'm biased. I like to think I'm not. Uh, but that's, hey, that's, that's my two cents on a dollar opinion. All right. Um I guess I guess that's fair to say the man management part with Mane leaving after a down year. Um, I, you know, he, who knows if he does leave? Then I guess that's an L because I still think he's a really good player. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that situation. But um, no situations to speak of over in the red side of Manchester. <laughs> you guys, you guys put him away early. Anthony Alanga off the assist from Dan James, beautiful cross, beautiful header. It was just absolutely immaculate stuff. Um, Nelson Semedo after a very weird goal from Wolves, they just bounced it around all over the place. It's kind of fluky um, that it, that Nelson even got his foot on it, let alone finished it the way he did. But um, Donnie Vanderbeek sniper gang looks like he got <laughs> shot in the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> throws his legs up, arms back. Ah! After he gets takes two steps. Gets the penalty, though. Gets yeah. the penalty. Yeah, mean, he, he, he did get touched. He did he get did. touched. Like, it's the same thing with the Vardy and the Triore penalty. There were yeah. a lot of very soft penalties given this weekend. Var was feeling frisky, but you know what? They're feeling consistent, too, so I don't care. Um, there. Mata, side netting. Beautiful penalty. And then um, you guys saw the game out the way uh, the way a top top two B-side in the Premier League should be able to against this fledgling Wolves side that are trying to give a proper send-off to Nuno, but uh, nonetheless failed to do so. Yeah, good to see the kids. Always good to see the kids play, uh, no matter what game. And they showed up, you know, Anthony Alonga with the, his first goal for United, his first Premier League goal in that as well. Uh, and the substitutions at the end, we got three U18s on at the end. We got Hannibal Medsbury making his debut. Shola Shortire coming on against United. William Fish, he's 6'4", and he's 18. 
It's pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. Nothing too special. All eyes were obviously on Wednesday. Um, so that's a pretty big game for them. Get some silverware, but good. Like you said, good for a team play second in the best league in the world to win a game against the mid table side with their uh, B team. So good to see. Yeah. Good to see. Saw out the game, how they should have good win for United. Good, good momentum going into Wednesday. Everybody's feeling good. They're juiced. The kids just got to play. Everybody's uh, the vibes are good. I like you guys. I like you guys, but we'll, we'll get to that more later. Um, West Ham United was able to lock up a Europa league spot. You know, hats off to them. 3-0 dub. Fanals with a brace. Declan Rice with a beautiful goal. Uh, Lingard was all over the place. Antonio, of course, went down injured. That's what happens. Big Sam cursed him, and he he got got. It is what it is. Um, But, you know, good win from West Ham. You know, Southampton is, uh, they're tricky. They controlled the game, shot the ball more, more big chances, more big chances missed. You know, typical Southampton L at the end of the day. And um, it's, it's, you know, perfect cherry on top to a very, very weird and disappointing season for Southampton. Um, They did not meet expectations. They fell apart. They were in first place somehow. But great win to cap off a great season for West Ham. I forgot they were in first place. I did. We all did. We all forgot. We all try to forget. We don't like remembering yeah um west ham though like you said europa league congrats clap it up but is it going to be the same west ham team competing in uh the europa league as we see this year are they going to keep lingard they're going to keep Declan rice um big big questions around this team regarding uh, the squad but other than that well deserved this season lingard spark plug good to see them come out and uh Get what they deserve, really. They didn't deserve Champions League, no matter how much we were trying to push it when that was a thing. But they did deserve Europe, and I'm glad they got it, rightfully so. Yeah, um, uh, I'm deserved it, rightfully got it. Glad they got it. I really hope uh, Lingard can stay there. He looks very happy there. Yeah. But um, we'll see what the Red Devils and the devil himself, Joel Glazer, want to do with uh, Le Gardinho. Um, speaking of another Reds, I mean, five dubs on the bounce for Arsenal to finish the campaign. Where did they finish? Momentum. Where did they uh, finish? They finished in eighth. They finished in eighth um, place outside um, of Europe for the first time in 25 years, um, above Leeds United. Uh, that's unfortunately, the, okay. Okay. unfortunately, the race right. is the season. Um, I, I, yeah, I had to bank on Brighton getting it done. Uh, they could not ride the momentum off a stupendous man city win. Uh, and, and they didn't get the job done against Arsenal. Nicola Pepe with the brace, uh, 14 in his last 18. He's, he's coming good. He's coming good for the gunners. Finally, uh, but yeah, coming good done. nonetheless. Uh, but it, it could Mikel Arteta, despite flaming out of the Europa league, Having a strong season and developing several youngsters be out. I don't think so. He could. I don't think it'll happen, though. Uh, Before I say why I want to say that, when people were saying last year, give him another season, Arsenal finished eighth. They gave him a full season. He finished eighth. 
Uh, give him another one. He'll probably finish eighth again. <laughs> but just he's going to stay and he shouldn't. He has no, he has no tactics. His players didn't really show up for him this year at times. Like you said, Pepe finally started to turn it on towards the end. That's a $75 million player that took ages to do something. And that comes down to management. I think not every, it's a little bit everything, but with an actual manager who will be hard to bring into Arsenal since they have no lore, uh, I think this team could actually get better, but I don't think Arteta's the man for the job. However, he will be the man who is still in the job. Really? I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of harsh to be, I, I think that's kind of harsh to, to say that about Mikel. I mean, like, like I said earlier, um, last week, I, I think he didn't really have the tools. Um, I, I think he does have good tactics. They definitely have a vision for what they're trying to do. Um, the way he's been able to rotate and get the most out of Saka and get the most out of Emile Smith row and finally get Pepe to do something, um, is good. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think he's handcuffed by Kroenke and Arsenal's recruitment. Um, Lil, Lil sold them Magalish and Pepe and used the money to win Lagoon. So, and then two other guys were involved in Schalke's relegation. So, like, you, 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 are you getting the picture? Like, these guys are just, like, just getting taken advantage of by the rest of European football. And you can't expect Mikel to get more than eighth place unless, you know, the transfer policies and the recruitment gets a lot better. And um, I don't think he should be out for that. I, mean, I, I don't I mean, think you so. can. Ooh, is this team really worse than the teams Emery had? Um, I don't think so. I think, I think Obama Yang's worse than he was for those teams. And that, and he was a big, big player for him. Go to sure. finalist. But like, and Emery had those guys who did go and get relegated, you know, he did. and he, did. he had to he play them. He also didn't have the emergence of Smith row. Cause he was too young, obviously not, it's not anyone's fault and Saka, but he still got them to Europe. He still did the bare minimum and Europe, even seventh now is Europe. And I think that has to be the bare minimum for a super league club. And it does like the squad you're putting on the field is still a decent squad and you got to be able to do something with it at the end of the day. Uh, maybe it is a little harsh because they aren't that good. Like they never were, but I don't know. It'll be a tough call. It'll be a tough, like it comes down to recruitment. Like you did point out though. And I don't off the top. Of my, I can't really remember off the top of my head who, um, Mikel brought in. I know Partey, but the circumstances, he hasn't played well. Give him a full preseason. I understand that. But other than that, I'm not really too sure. And then there's William who we all know that's a meme, but see, I, think I, 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 I th- I disagree. I think I like I don't know. Like I think Arsenal has has the ninth best team in the Premier League squad. They and and he, he outperformed expectations. So I think Everton has a, has a better squad than them. To be completely honest, it, it, obviously injuries was an issue this year, but I don't think I think Tottenham, West Ham, Leicester definitely better than them. And the top four, like that's I, yeah. I, I don't 
I don't think it was that. I think he did what what he could have done. You can't, yeah. you can't beat out Harry Kane. West Ham is just an all-around better team. So is Leicester. And, I mean, the top four are miles clear. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's kind of the first team without that superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that should be a bomb yank. You know, I don't know. I, didn't, I wouldn't say West Ham has a superstar, but they have Lingo. several very good players. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <We're going there. laughs> uh, and then if you want to say Everton, they have Hamas. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, remains to be seen. If they go out and have a decent summer, I'm not saying great, like a 6 out of 10 summer, he should get some type of Europe next year. If he doesn't, yeah. no, yeah. Hey, they need to add to the, if they run it back like is like then they're hopeless. But if they have a good summer and he still gets eighth or something like that, then I, I totally agree. Like he should he needs to be out. Yeah. Um just you know, not really much else to talk about because relegation was uh, decided. Um just you know, wanna give my last flowers of the season to Leeds United, Marcelo Bielsa and the boys, beautiful win, three one, Patrick Bamford with a with a nutmeg on the keeper. It was, it was awesome. Um, Calvin Phillips deflection free kick goes in. It was just, just, you know, classic leads being leads. Good to see. And, um, also to Newcastle, their fans, Steve Bruce and Joe Willock ended up finishing 12th. I said they were going to sleepwalk their way to relegation and they finished, uh, they finished 17 clear at the bottom of the drop. I mean, and, um, you know, hats off to Steve Bruce, Joe Willock, seven and seven. When he got some run in with Arsenal in the Europa League, I said I liked that kid, and I yeah. still like that kid. And uh, the fans saying, you know, Joe Willock, they want him to stay. I want him to stay too. I like I like Newcastle when they're when they're firing, when they're not terrible. Um, so you know, hopefully he, he can stay. Do you think Joe Willock can stay? I think he can stay. I think he can, his parent club's Arsenal, right? Yeah. Does he want to go back to Arsenal? That's a dead club. <laughs> it's a dead club. <laughs> it's a dead, dead club. club. My flowers. Not our words. I, I gotta I gotta go to my guys. Manchester United, the fourth team in the history of English top tier football to finish the season undefeated away from home. Um happened twice with Arsenal in the early two thousands and then all the way back in eighteen eighty eight, eighty nine with Preston. Um great job by Ollie, great job by the boys. Obviously, no fans had something to do with it. Um, they're a game off from tying the all-time record, being uh, unbeaten away from home, which they're going to have to wait till next season, obviously, since Premier League is done. But great to see. Now, if they can just remember that they're good at home, too, they'll, they'll put something together next year. Could be 100 points. Yeah, yeah, you know, if if the old, old Trafford was anything like it used to be. But no, we're we're gonna lose six games at Old Trafford this year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Call right. quits. Scaling stuff, scaling stuff. But um yeah, that does it from the Premier League, and we will be back with Spain and France's championship, actual championship, Saturdays and Sundays. Today's episode is brought to you by Madonna IIPA, or as I like to call it, double IPA. Madonna is made by Zero Gravity Brewing Company, generously hopped in Vermont, double IPA made with Pilsner malt and American wheat. It's balanced, 
bright and highly satisfying hot summer's day, mid 60s, cool spring afternoon, evening like it is now. Nothing better than a Madonna double IPA. Thanks for sponsoring the show. What's up, guys? Back at you. That voice is still creeping me out, as always. I don't know when I'm going to get over it. Maybe not ever. But um, <laughs> we had championships Saturday and Sunday in La Liga and Ligue 1, respectively. Ligue 1, Uber Eats. Show respect to the new sponsors. And um, Spain was crazy. Spain ended in a crazy, crazy day. Um, both Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid went down early. Um, Atletico was playing Valladolid on the road. Oscar Plano makes it 1-0 in the 18th. And Valladolid take a 1-0 lead in the halftime. They don't know the results of the other game, but there's a chance that some, some stuff could happen and they could stay up because of this. But no, no, no. The man of the hour. Who else? Who else but Diego Simeone's evil partner in crime? One of them. Angel Correa to make it 1-1. The guy who's keeping Joao Felix on the bench. And then Joao gets in for Saul, Lodi in for Hermoso, and Luis Suarez takes a beautiful assist off of, um, off of who was it, Guardiola. Just absolutely beautiful pass from, from Guardiola on Valor the lead. Just right into his path, one touch. He doesn't have the pace he used to, but he slots at home, takes off his shirt. The passion was there. The celly was immaculate. And... Um, Atletico doesn't know this, but Real Madrid, they went up 2-1 late thanks to Modric and Benzema. Who else? And yeah. for, like, for like a minute there, Atletico could have conceded playing their, playing their sit-back style, which they did. They parked the bus against the relegation <laughs> side after going up 2-1 ah, and trying to go the game away. And you know what? And you know what? It's absolutely beautiful that Diego Simeone was able to accomplish this with this team. It's, it's just, it's an immaculate, just amazing, amazing achievement. And you want to know what makes it more amazing that not only that he, he won La Liga in general, but he did it doing it the way he wants to do it. The wage bill, I don't, the I wage don't know bill in La amazing. Liga, the wage bill in La Liga, FC Barcelona spends a whopping, 680 million euros on players this season, paying them. Real Madrid, 435 million euros wage bill. Atletico Madrid, 190 million euros. They're spending less than half of what Real spend. Almost less than a third than what Barcelona spend. It's crazy that they were able to do this with the squad they have. Um, and especially with losing Kieran Trippier to that BS ban that they did when he was such an important player for them and then still going to win La Liga. It's just, it's amazing. It's a big fuck you to the man. And, uh, I, I love that Atletico was able to do this quick shout out Sevilla, the highest point total ever, uh, champions league off the back of a Europa league win last, last year. So, you know, that's, you know. Another great season for them. Your thoughts on uh, Diego, the terrorist, Simeone, um, La Liga? Yeah, I guess deserved. They got more points than everyone else. Um, 
That's about all they did, though, in my mind, besides kill football and ruin one of the biggest talents in the world in Joe Felix. Um, but, no, yeah, good good season from the Mega Suarez proved he can still do it. Barcelona made a huge mistake. Imagine where they'd be right now if they still had him on the payroll. Um, I That's something they're not going to be able to come back from. Maybe they're trying to get that magic with Aguero. I don't see it at all because it really doesn't work for Argentina, does it? So uh, just trying to recreate that Suarez magic may not be the answer for them to get closer. Madrid pulled it close, just couldn't get it done. Benzema's carry job, Cruz's carry job, Modric carry job wasn't, uh, wasn't enough to win La Liga this year or get them to the final in the Champions League. But I guess the terrorists win sometimes, and that's okay, I guess, in soccer. But not, not, not nothing else to say. I'm sad. Sad. He's stunting <laughs> the growth of one of the best talents in the world, all to play some bum. Burnley ball, baby. Burnley ball. I love it. I love Simeone. I love Sean Dyche. I love the way they play. I love sitting back for the dub. Um, I wish we could do it more in pro clubs, but it's cool. Um, take us to France, though. Take us, take us away. Uh, how did how did Lil do it? Lil, the beauties of France. France, the one team league it is with PSG sitting atop its perch for the last nine years. But that all changed this past Sunday when Lille was able to win their match 2-0. Started off in the 10th minute. Jonathan David off the pass from Renato Sanchez. Goal. The New York-born Canadian. The New York-born Canadian. BX, BX. <laughs> puts, puts, puts the French team up top. And then right at the stroke of halftime, Barak Yilmaz slots home the crucial crucial penalty and the 40th plus one Lille going to the half up 2-0 probably check scores know they got a win and uh that's exactly what they did held it down for the next 45 minutes until the 90th plus two when Angelo Fugini scored a defensive miscue header on Lille's part nothing crazy but you could tell the game was already over. No one showed urgency on either side. The teams walked back to the halfway line, and that was all she wrote. Lil had no worries. Just great stuff from this team that, like you said, used Arsenal's money to win League One, and they used it well. Just the young talents that are on this team, uh, and it starts from the back with goalkeeper Mike Manyong. Great season. Absolutely one of the best up-and-coming goalkeepers in the world, I think. 25 years old, going to be a talent on the market for girls, uh, not girls, for clubs looking for a goalkeeper. <laughs> and uh, then you go to the midfield, Renato Sanchez, Babuku Samare. Samare headed to Leicester. Great fit there, I think, again. Uh, but Renato Sanchez looked at to be the next best player in the world a few years back when he was, what, 17? Kind of fell off a little bit, found his footing in Lille, and he's back to that sort of potential, going to be one of the best midfielders out there. And then Jonathan David up top, just scoring goals, assisting goals, doing what he can to help this team win. Did it again on Championship Sunday for him, and it just has to be huge. He's going to get a lot of suitors this summer, next summer. He's going to move to a big club fairly soon. And Yilmaz, the old man up top, calm, cool, collected, 
they needed someone up there to, you know, be firm, be good. And he brought that calmness, that collectiveness and had a great season for them. Uh, and then you got guys like Ikone who's also on the move. I've been here in Mumbling. She's maybe going to Dortmund, but, uh, good for him. if that move comes true, but he had a great season. Well, then our boy, the main show, the star player, the one, the only Timo Weah. He, uh, nursing injuries, two torn hamstrings just doesn't really help you out a lot, but came back strong, fought hard, fought to where he is, played a crucial part in the Europa league for them, played a, had some very big goals in league one to help them get this title. And he celebrated justly. So great, great, great stuff from Lil. Um, don't know if they'll be able to run it back again. going to be tough. Always tough when PSG is there and they spend 200 million or however much they want a summer, but they're going to enjoy this moment and a historic title for them. Yeah, absolutely. Historic title. I mean, it's beautiful to see that, you know, someone else won Lagoon, especially with how much, like, I just don't like Neymar. Like I'm, I'm just really glad that he didn't win this. <laughs> he can have the coup de front, but like, I'm, I'm so glad that they didn't win Lagoon. It's, it's finally time that someone else did it. It's fucking embarrassing flopping all over the place, fouling people, doing just nonsense, kissing his sister. There's Alabama, bumblefuck. Mm, my God, dude, I do not like, I do not like Neymar, and I'm so glad that he failed. Also very glad Tim Way succeeded. He was absolutely <laughs> elated. Quote, busted his ass for this. That's what he yep. said. That's a direct quote. His live was lit. I requested a join from the WCS podcast page. He denied it or did not see it. I'm going to assume he didn't see it. That makes, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, He probably didn't see it. He's very popular, man. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, congrats to them. Awesome stuff. You love to see an underdog win. No idea what the odds were before the season for them to win it, but somebody bet that they're probably loving life right now. Yeah. And, uh, another note on Lil, they're also missing or losing their manager. For next season losing everybody uh, losing everybody yeah. and everything Gaultier is going to Nice going to Nice so yeah that is the, that is the bittersweet part because they are in a financially insecure has been well documented over the past few seasons and um you know they're gonna get cleaned out for everything they got now Papa's coming rents due and um it was good while it lasted but uh it that's uh, yeah now that's it it was good while <laughs> it was good while it lasted yeah, and uh, so that takes the champions for League One. Then PSG get the automatic qualification in second, and Monaco finish in another Champions League qualification spot in third. Leon easily finish in fourth. They lost last day of the year. Didn't didn't it didn't matter at the end of the day because Monaco, Monaco took care of business. But, you know, disappointing to end, to end the season with an L, I think. Yeah given that they could have snuck in. That's true. It's. Oh, wait, no, they could have, uh, they won. They would have made champions league. So there you go. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. That sucks for them. It really does suck for them. (laughs) Bottle jobs. A team start with L either win the title or you bottle it. So Lester Leon, you know, which category you fall into. Uh, And then we got the Manchester city. (laughs) And <laughs> you got Marseille finishing in fifth, well behind Leon, but close to Ren, 
who finished in the France's first ever conference league qualification spot in sixth. So love it. Gotta love the conference league. Fun. Yeah, no, yeah. the conference league is gonna be great. The one camera angle, the whole game, just gonna. I'm be. so excited. Half of the stadiums won't have VAR. Um, the music's gonna be dope. Um, <laughs> I wonder if more teams in Tottenham play Sandstorm when they score. What do you think? Some of these guys probably have a live band, to be honest. That'd be just dope. like That'd some be people cool. come down like from their houses, like from teenagers, <laughs> just play a song every time they score. Uh, I'm, I'm more excited to see what day these games are played on. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are booked. What, what, what are they going to play? <laughs> Dude, I mean, look, we're not the only ones saying this. All the players are saying this. The managers are saying this. There's too many games. They're saying this in the in the NBA, too. And you know what the leagues and the TV people are saying? More games. More games, more games, more games. And, you know, that's, that's what it is. Maybe they'll play fucking Monday nights in Kazakhstan after playing a Sunday at, at 1 p.m. In, in England. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's... yeah. It's a mess. Or they can play Sunday, then Tuesday, then Thursday, then Sunday. Right off the back of Euros, going into the World Cup. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's just get ten games out of the way in the first two weeks, you guys. Why don't Why don't they just play every day, like just all the time? Soccer, like baseball, all the time, yeah. nonstop. Two hundred game seasons. Get an off day every two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. No. Love it. Um, but yeah, that, that does it for Spain and France. Uh, quick note on Italy, Ronaldo snuck into the champions league because Napoli boofed it versus Verona. Absolutely. Crazy. Ronaldo did not play on the day, but his team got the job done anyway. Is that a sign of things to come? Especially when they called it a tactical decision. Yeah. Let's leave out Ronaldo when we need to win. No, that is, yeah. That's like a 300 IQ move, but it's here though. I don't think it's a th- he's going to stay. He posted like some Juventus post earlier today, like, oh, our achievements are great. Yada, yada, yada. I'm Ronaldo. Let's run it. I don't know. So mm. I think he'll stay. But if they weren't in the Champions League, which they shouldn't have been at Napoli, uh, he wouldn't be there. He wouldn't be there. I guess he has to take his cars back from wherever he shipped them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big news also out of Italy. Uh, Donnarumma is going to leave on a free that yeah. sucks. That sucks. That absolutely sucks. <laughs> he runs you like he runs you a cool sixty in career mode in FIFA, dude. Easily. That's, that that sucks. That's crazy. Yeah. Who's gonna get him? Any 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 early news? Any early speculation? No, because I think it just it came out that uh, they couldn't reach an agreement like an hour ago or something. And but if my prediction, I see a cheeky black and yellow on Donnarumma. Whoa! Little, little really? Why work. would he do that? Why not? Champions League football. You're with Holland f- fighting air quotes for a league, um, and uh, Dortmund's not a small club. They're not, not a Chelsea huge. club. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I I see him going to Dortmund, like doing something for two Everton. years and get flipped. Everton need a goalie, so I'm. I'm all on board. Ancelotti, proven manager, man, Champions Leagues. That's the thing about the Premier League. There's so many good managers. I feel like even if like it's a Europa League club, like I know like you have a point about West Ham and like Lingard and, and Declan Rice. Like obviously they aren't good enough to 
either be recalled by Man United or move to a bigger club in, in uh, Rice's case. But, like, they're playing with David Moyes, and I know that yeah. they might leave a bad taste in your <laughs> mouth, but he's, I don't think he's a I'm bad manager. I'm happy for him. <laughs> yeah. Really and he, he did his thing at Everton, too. So, like, the, he's, like these, are, these are solid teams playing yeah. in Europe with good managers, ambitions to do more. So, I, I don't know. I think there's... I think there could be a lot of movement in the prem, but not in the way that uh, not in the way that people expect. I think Arsenal should jump jump on Donnarumma so fast. Ooh, I think they really maybe Leicester is yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. He had a great he had a great effort. Yeah, just he had to have one bad game. The one bad game happened to be this one. Yeah, but if Arsenal get him, because clearly they sold the wrong goalkeeper. I don't think even Arsenal fans. Did they? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, if you guys could see Martinez is so much better. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. So I think he proved himself in Arsenal, too, and then they just let him go. Yeah. You can also be Barcelona bound. I've been hearing rumblings that uh, Barcelona are looking for a Ter Stegen replacement. Why? Because they probably pay him so much money and want to get rid of him. This is it's Laporte. I mean, time. they did Laporte they time. did not win La Liga while spending two hundred million euros more than Madrid and almost five hundred million euros more than Atletico. A lot of which is for players that are not on their team, but that's that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's it'll be fun. Watch that space with Donnarumma. It'll it'll be cool. Do you think it gets sorted quickly, or do you think it's going to drag? I think it's going to drag because there's going to be a lot of big clubs in for him. It's going to be a race to get him. Who knows? Man City might even be in for him. I don't. I don't fucking know. Maybe United needs a third keeper. Like it's everybody's. He's he's very talented, dead, and um, he's going to be good. So I think there's going to be a lot of clubs in for him. He's not going to have an easy decision to make. Maybe Juventus though could be in for him though. You know, go to the the Italian giants. They need a keeper. They have an Arsenal yeah. reject and a literal old man in that. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a miracle to finish in fourth place, to be honest. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. There's a lot of destinations, a lot of destinations. Yeah. And he probably won't go to any of the ones we said. No, no, no. He's probably going to, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen to be, to be honest. Juventus actually, you know what? That's my bet. I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting my name on the Juventus take. Staying in Italy, Italian guy. He wants to be at the top. He's going to be the game changer for Juventus to win the Scudetto next year in a three-horse race in Italy. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I'll stake my claim to Dortmund then. Uh, Dortmund. Play with Holland. Promising back line. One of the most yeah. underrated left backs in the world. Uh, yeah. This thing is perfect, perfect fit. And they can afford him, obviously. So money shouldn't be an issue there perfect fit and a perfect segue not really though into our americans domestic and abroad the roster came out today Mm. more Mm. on that Mm. after our sponsors poland springs water the finest crispest most delicious water you can find in north america bottled and shipped out of maine this water is clear, tastes like you're drinking straight out of the river. I cannot stress enough how much this water means to me as a Northeasterner. And I suggest everyone gives it a go. Poland Springs never cheats out on the quality and always makes sure that you are hydrated. Make sure to get your gallon of water in a day. 
don't skimp. Water is important. And make sure that that gallon is pulling springs water. Shout out to people at Poland Springs for sponsoring this week's episode. What's up, guys? Back at you. Finals galore coming at you this oh, yes. few days. We got United first, and then on the 29th, we got two with the promotion playoff finale featuring Brentford and Swansea. We got both legs wrong. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it sucks because there's no American involved. It's really sad. Shout out uh, CCV. And uh, Daryl DK, RIP guys, uh, you'll be missed in the, it, it sucks, but you know, hopefully Daryl's off to a big club. Anyway, a tangent, um, United versus Villarreal. I got United. They've been feeling the juice. They're a much better team. They got the goods. It would be a perfect end to a very, very good season. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Man United in the, in the Europa League final. Yeah. Yeah. The dogs, they're back. Uh, they've been looking forward to it all past five weeks. So they got yeah. it. Love it. Um, glad we're in agreement on that. Now, um, we did get a, uh, a suggestion from one of our listeners. Shout out Saul. Shout out the theme music. Um, Man City versus Chelsea. How can Chelsea stop Man City? I, I told him um, it is impossible. It, there's no chance they they cannot stop them, especially if Aspilicueta is going to have to guard Phil Foden's side, which he is, and he's going to get absolutely toe up. It's going to be crazy. Um, so I, yeah, I don't think they really have a chance. It's hopeless. Uh, do do you think they have a chance to, to stop Man City? They do. I think they do, and it comes down to one major or two major things. The first and the biggest structure. They need to be structurally sound. They need to be compact. They need to be tight. They cannot allow any holes for Kevin De Bruyne to pick. And they need to make sure that they have each other's backs and dribblers like Foden and Mares. They cannot let them run rampant. And if they can do that, the next thing they got to do is be clinical. Because you're not going to get many chances against the city side. Um, you're going to let city do what they like to do, which is control possession. Let them creep up, creep up, creep up, frustrate them enough to the point where they're super, super high on their line, and then you just hit on the counter first chance to get. They have the pace and pool, sick, Mount, uh, Werner, Havertz, any of the combination of those three, they have the pace to get through it, but they need to finish. You don't finish, you're not walking out of there with silverware. And if they can do those two things, then they got a shot. But as we know with Chelsea, the latter of those things isn't as easy as it seems. I don't think either of those things are easy as they seem because they could potentially be missing Conte and could be playing Keppa in that. So there goes the structure out the fucking window right there. And uh, the finishing just wasn't going to come anyway. Timo Werner is hopeless. He is so, so is Kai Havertz. Like these guys have no shot of not missing a big chance for a city and they're going to do it. They're both due for a big chance or two missed. Uh, Tiago Silva's wife is going to be just absolutely railing on him on the sidelines. Rightfully so, because she is right. She's absolutely right. This man has no idea what he's doing. We've all been saying it and she's just, she's just saying it on a bigger platform. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, no, they don't have a chance. No shot. Um, championship playoffs. Championship playoffs. I got Brentford and Ivan Tooney. Who you got? I also have Brentford and Ivan Tooney. Yeah. 
Um, the game is going to be simple. Uh, Brentford's going to control the possession. They are the much better team. They're going to have chance after chance after chance. If they can put them away, it should be comfortable. Minus one and a half spread, calling it right now, if they win. However, Swansea's cheeky on the counter is that man, Jordan Ayew, savvy vet, almost 40 years old, golden left foot. He, he could, might well get them into the, cha- in the Premier League off a of 1-0. I'd much rather see Brentford because they would have a, a shout, a, a shout at maybe staying up. But Swansea would, they would get absolutely shithoused in the Premier League, and I, I don't want to see them. Unless, unless they extend the loan on Jordan Morris, then they can come to the Premier League. But uh, other than that, no. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to need some magic. They're going to need some magic, and they won't get it. Um, Brentford are just going to... Brentford to the front. Hammer Brentford. Hammer Brentford. Yvonne Tooney going to go up, and he's going to stay up no matter what Brentford does. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's going to be fun to watch next year. That's a name to watch. Um, Oof. You know, see, that's why I kind of wish they 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 weren't going to get promoted because, you know, then he could go to, like, an even better team already. But now he's going to have to... At Brighton, exactly. That's where DK's going. Heard it here first. All right, heard it here first. Daryl DK to Brighton. Right before we jump into the American stuff, some breaking news from Brizio Romano. Mike Magnon, the Lille goalkeeper, is set to join AC Milan on a permanent deal. The agreement has been reached between two clubs. He will join and sign in the next hours until June 2026. Milan are paying $13 million plus $2 million in add-ons to Lille. Um, great move. We are just talking about their goalkeeper situation over there. So uh, pretty good to see them be proactive on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's just seals that don't room is out the door and a solid replacement, you know, champion yeah. coming into some contenders. Yeah. Another piece of uh, news that also broke today, Ibrahima Konate from Leipzig. We all knew he was going to Liverpool as a matter of when, and that when is now. Uh, Join personal terms agree since April. Clubs have agreed on a fee. Uh, June 2026 is the end of his Liverpool contract, but what does this mean for Ozan Kabak at Liverpool? There is an option to buy. Will Liverpool pick it up? Absolutely not. Send that kid to Bundesliga too, and they're going to try and sell him off to the highest bidder. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he was, he was terrible. He was terrible. Uh, Wolves. Williams. You got, yeah. you got Gomez, Van Dyke, Canate. Not, yeah. You need more than that? This, uh, judging by this season, probably. Yeah, might need three more. Who knows? <laughs> uh, then last sort of big piece of news. Wolves have already found their replacement. Uh, for Nuno Espiritu Santo. They're going to oh. look at Bruno Lage from Benfica. And uh, right. Portuguese, so sticking with Portuguese. the theme. They're sticking with I the like theme. It. I like it. I respect I like it that too. a lot. So, they won, did they win the league? Yeah. Did, yeah, they, they won, won the league. league. I think they uh, did. So, congratulations to him on uh, that. And congratulations to him on getting a promotion. Right now, I guess coach Portuguese national team, right? So oh, no, uh, they did not win the league. Oh, they didn't. Third, Sporting won the league. Oh well, then that's why he's out of there. There we go. 
So yeah, good for Wolves keeping the theme going. Uh, good to see that he's going. But uh, yeah, there it is. Napoli also looking for a new manager with Gattuso out the door. So uh, yeah, some big stuff going on in Italy, in England, and in France. But we you know what bigger stuff is going on. In the U.S. of fucking A, baby. Roster day. Take it away. Let's go. Oh, this roster. A couple days ago, you guys probably know they released the friendly roster for, uh, what's it called? The the Switzerland friendly in Switzerland. But Greg today released his CONCACAF Nations League finals roster. Semifinal versus... Honduras, I believe, and then a final versus Mexico or Croatia. Um, crazy how we got to a semifinal already. Don't wait, Croatia. Don't. Oh, did I say Croatia? Yeah. Wait, what? Costa Rica. Costa, Costa Rica. Yeah. Wow. I don't, and I'm looking. Same colors. Same colors. Same letters. Yeah. I see the mistake. Wow. That's and different I'm like, looking people. That's yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank God it's not Croatia. Yeah, we get. <laughs> Probably get boned. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the goalkeepers on this roster, roster, Ethan Horvath, David Ochoa, and Zach Steffen. He will be back. Premier League champion. Premier League champion. Possible UCL champion. Um, UCL champion. On that, we're guaranteed to have one UCL champion on this roster. We're mm-hmm. guaranteed. So Amazing. that's good. Midfielders where we start to see some of that MLS contingent. Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, who is still nursing that injury, Sebastian Leggett, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, and Jackson Ewell uh, rounding out that midfield team. Pretty solid. Says a lot. Maybe Adams will be good to go for this whole tournament. Maybe he's just there for, you know, the World Cup qualifier field. We'll see, right? We can, we will see. We'll see. I mean, I, I hope he gets to play. I hope he's better. You know, Tyler, if you need any abductors, uh, I, I don't need mine. I don't, you can have them. I like, I enjoy you as a player. I think you're going to be integral to our team going forward. Um, big names left off though. Chris Richards and Daryl DK. I mean, Richards out with, uh, you know, he missed the end of the season with an injury. So I guess that's more understandable. Maybe he's still hurt. I don't understand the full extent of that, but it sucks to see him miss out. And uh, I don't understand though, Daryl DK missing out. Um, I don't care who you had to drop. You had to drop somebody. Daryl DK earned it. Um, he's, he's been great for Barnsley. He's, he's been what dragged them up and they rightfully were bounced off of the promotion playoffs um, because they didn't start him. So I, 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 I'm at a loss for words for G reg, my loss of words for Daryl. I saw he liked the pick of the roster felt bad for him. Sorry, Daryl. It's gotta be tough, but, um, he's going to be with the team. Greg said he's taking him to get that world cup qualifier experience. A lot of the guys, cause I guess the roster is going to be bigger. He just said he missed out, but he will be traveling with the team to get that feel. Which oh, okay. Okay. he's going to be well, going to be training, so you know he's in the picture if he wants them to get to know these guys. Okay, but just no, no GT, no PT for this guy. All right. Um, well, at least we'll get to see Brendan Aronson, Austrian Bundesliga champion, 
you know, just what a guy. He had a beautiful championship speech, shouted out everybody and their mother who got him there. Shout out the Philly Union. <laughs> Love that. Love yes. that by Brendan. Hopefully his little brother gets uh, gets the debut soon. Um, there's another one in the pipelines. Uh, hopefully there's a third. I'm not too sure about that, but if there is, we could have an all Philly front line one day. All Pennsylvania front line nonetheless. Maybe, maybe it's very plausible. And uh, Aronson is joined by a couple of regulars in Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, Josh Sargent, Tim Weah, and then newly capped Jordan Sebachu, the big man who's played with young boys this past year. So those are your forwards. Swedish Super League champions? Is that Sweden? Uh, they won their league, and it's called a Super League. Is it Switzerland or Sweden? Switz- I think it's Switzerland. Switzerland. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Um, it, but yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Swiss champion, Jordan Sebachu. <laughs> and then on to the defenders last, but certainly not least, the backbone of this team. John Brooks, UCL participant. Reggie Cannon, Serginio Des, best right back in the world. Mark McKenzie, Matt Miazga. Billy Bull, Max Vincent Company. <laughs> those are respectively for each of those. Uh, relegation fodder, Tim Ream and Anthony Robinson. And then Turkey's brightest, DeAndre Yedlin. Is he Turkey's brightest or would that be Tyler Boyd? Because he is the Turkish champ. I mean, one of them's here, one of them's not. Fair enough. No, no. Yedlin's good to see Yedlin nice back in went. the squad. No, yeah, no, exactly. He's been really good for Galatasaray since he went. He's been loving it up in Turkey. The Turks have been loving him up, and it's uh, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, so that's your squad for the Nations League final. Well, there will be, I would assume, a very different squad for the Gold Cup this summer because we have two tournaments. Uh, thanks, covid and yeah, just the roster. I think they're looking at this one as the more important of the two as well. Um, I guess you want to win the first ever nations league and I we already have gold cups. I mean, I think we should be aiming to win it no matter what. Uh, is, I don't know if Raul Jimenez is going to play. I doubt if he did guy should just sit out till next season, you know, nurse, yeah. that, nurse that injury back to health. Not even cause I'm hating on Mexico just cause like you should fracture the skull. Yeah, no, it looked pretty serious. So um, we should win that regardless of this. This is our strongest roster, the the apple of our eye, so to speak. You know, we we, we just should be better than this at this point. And if we're not, then the Greg hate's going to pile back on. But for now, you've done okay. And you are passable. Passable, at the very now. least. At the very least. <laughs> the bare minimum. But, um... Yeah. Did uh, did any Americans stand out this weekend in particular? Pulisic didn't too much. Uh, Mark had McKenzie had a, oh yeah, assist, you know. It's a nice assist. Chilwell almost boofed it. True. Um, all right, well, I guess that does it for the Americans. And now we go into um, we go into the nonsense and the rest of the sports world. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with football, baseball, basketball, golf? Golf happened. I know something about golf this weekend. Well, let's hear what you know about golf this weekend. Phil Mickelson, oldest man to ever win a major, 50 years old. What an achievement. I don't, I don't like watch, nor do I understand golf. 
except for the counting aspect of it. The hats off to the to the Silver Fox getting it done. Yeah, good for him. Uh, we had a good little tournament, but uh, yeah, always nice to see a record broken. Didn't watch much of it, but uh, golf is very fun. So I recommend you get into that. I might, I might one day, given that I have a uh, quote-unquote big boy job, I, I may get into golf at some point in the near future. Definitely should. But um, tell me, tell me about the New York Metropolitans. How, how are they doing right now? They are the most injured team in Major League Baseball. They have 16, and Gambians currently have it up right now. Another man just went down with what looks like a separated <laughs> shoulder. Uh, <laughs> John Esley Fargus, get well, been playing well, great. Defense. Wait, John Esley's already hurt? John Esley's already hurt. We debuted him last week. Yeah, yeah. Just Colt, Colt Hero made a sick catch over the week and almost made a sick catch there going full speed into the wall. Hate to see it. Um, they're falling apart quite literally. Um, but... Yeah, how are the Phillies? How are the, oh my god! I don't know Phillies? how the Phillies are, dude. I don't pay. I, I I can tell you about the Sixers though. Seventy Sixers. They 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 won game one against the Wizards. It was pseudo close, but not really. It wasn't really close. We had them the whole time. It was it was comfortable. Joel got in foul trouble. That was the closest game they're gonna have in the series. We're gonna sweep them. Yeah. Um, the Bucks won game one in OT. They're currently blowing the heat out of the water right now just absolutely destroying them that is craziness um the lakers dropped game one that was kind of wild uh can Melo do it again can he do it again tonight i i picked the blazers in this series um so i i no disrespect to jokic yeah they're gonna steal four oh uh but in denver uh, yeah. In in they're gonna they're gonna take two from Denver and Denver. I think they're wow. they're good enough. Uh, but what are those? Yeah, those are only two on tonight, right? Yeah, those are only two on tonight. Um, and the C's and Nets tomorrow. We all know how that's gonna end. Yeah, they're gonna blow them out again. That was tough. R.I.P. Evan Fournier. R.I.P. Kemba Walker. You got Toss and Cook, respectively. Um, embarrassing stuff to see. Um, and I just want to give a real special, special shout out. I just need to take a second and recognize the New York Knicks in the playoffs for the first time in years since I think 2013. Remember that Lynn Sanity, all that crazy. Shit? Oh yeah. We were, we were in middle school. It was such a long time ago. It's, it's honestly crazy. Stoudemire was on the team taking wow. baths with wine. J.R. Smith. It was a whole, Iman, it was a movie. It was a movie. But, um, yeah, they, they had their first day back, and um, Trey Young silenced the garden. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Dagger three. He said, it's fucking quiet in here. It is quiet in here. Oh, my God. And it was. You could hear a pin drop. Absolutely hilarious. Julius Randle choking. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Love to see the Knicks fail. Someone else I love to see fail, LeBron James. Uh, yes, I am. A, I'm an avid hater, and I love the fact though that they went down one zero. No, love yeah, it. I do too. Especially you know him, Forrest Whitaker having ass getting hit in the eye, acting like he got shot. It, it's deserved. It's good to see, and um, 
it's great because when the Sixers go to the finals, if we got to see the Phoenix Suns instead of the Los Angeles Lakers, or really anybody else in the West besides the Lakers, then uh, Joel Embiid is going to have a field day. Yeah, with uh, the LeBron, I think we we got sent a picture from one of our friends. Kevin Pillar getting hit in the face with a 95-mile-an-hour fastball was on the ground for 36 seconds. 36 seconds after taking that to the face. Broke a lot of bones. Has to get a real big facial constructive surgery. Terrible. Joe Burrow, 78 seconds after destroying his knee on the ground for 78 seconds. LeBron poked in the eye, 80 seconds on the ground. (laughs) I mean... He's so he, extra. He's built different. He's built different, as is Marcus Rashford. And um, did you see him? He was on the ground, and then, like, a scuffle broke out, and then he got up, and, like, the scuffle kind of died down. He got up, walked over to where the scuffle was, and went back down. <laughs> like, trying to get it. I, it was I, the most ridiculous mm. thing I've ever seen. I had to watch like four times just to look for a reason to not blame it on him, but I couldn't. That's, that's why I need people to understand that you should hate Neymar. Like the, these people are one and the same. They're divas. <laughs> they're supporters of, 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 of China and, and they're thieving <laughs> of United States intellectual property. They, they don't care about the Muslim internment camps because it lines their damn pockets. And I'm sick of this bullshit. I am so sick of LeBron, Neymar, and the New York Knicks being allowed to get away with this buffoonery, and they need to be canceled immediately, absolutely immediately. The Dolans, the Knickerbockers, Stephen A. Smith, the Nets. The Cowboys for good measure. The Cowboys, just for good measure. Post Malone, because he made that stupid video with Jerry Jones. Yeah, he probably got so much money. You can't blame him. He probably stayed a night at Jerry's and got some shit done. Yeah, and yeah, no, he's, he's now on the Cowboys payroll. <laughs> he's he's going to be offensive coordinator. Cowboys. God knows he probably knows the same amount about football as Mike McCarthy. Cowboys payroll. <laughs> payroll. America's okay. team. Uh, air quotes. America's <laughs> team. Get out of here, America's team. More like last place in the East. Oh, real dude. That's yeah. I'm Walker Manning. That's Michael Faye. Before yes, we get is. too deep into the rabbit hole of the Dallas Cowboys, thank you everybody for listening. Like, follow, share. Record number of likes the last two weeks. We appreciate that. Keep it up. Keep up the love. WCIS podcast family. Shout out Vizzy in Poland Springs as well. Shout Don't out. do it without you guys. Um, catch you guys next week with uh, the reaction to the Champions League. Take care. <laughs>